What time is it? What time is it's it? 2 it's 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. I'm sorry, what did you say? I don't understand why you gotta be a nigga to start the show regularly. I'm starting the show regularly. I was just trying to think of something clever to do. Like last time I started it with the very popular Bob Kiki, but today I really don't have anything, so I'm just gonna be regular. Hi. Welcome, 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 guys. <laughs> I am Casey. I'm here with Hendrix. We are two awkward ass millennials, and welcome guys to the 2 a.m. podcast. What it do? Hello, good people. How are you? I hope you guys are doing well. You know what I'm saying? I hope you uh Can you put a little emphasis in your words? First of all, trying to do something. Second of all, fuck you. Now, back to what I was saying. <clears throat> Thirdly. Hi, guys. I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope you're having a good-ass day and, you know, trapping out the bando, doing all kind of ratchet summer fun shit, you know, enjoying the brunches and... The day parties and all the lit shit that goes along with your summer, you know, whatever the fuck that may be, or traveling the world, or, you know, living in your mother's basement at the end of the day. I hope you guys are all having a good time uh, and all that shit. So, yeah, I feel like we just left you guys, really. Yeah, but I mean, it's just (laughs) really our fault because we're actually doing this episode on time and the last one was extremely late, so. I feel like we just left you. I don't think we have anything to talk about at all. Well, you know, I I always have to talk about. I'm a conversationalist, naturally. Depending on who you ask, yeah. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, depending on who you ask. Are you insinuating something? Not at all. Not at all. You sure? I'm positive. It's not like you're on some bullshit. No. Okay. I don't know your life, bro. I'm just saying. All right. You talk a lot of shit, though. Who you want to talk a lot of shit to? I honestly don't talk shit at all. So I feel like this is slander on my good name, and I feel some kind of way about it personally. All right. Now we're starting out to show the lies. Okay. I don't lie, first of so, all. So, how was your uh, abbreviated week? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what I can and can I say. <laughs> it was okay. Uh, you know, work mostly. Um, I spent a lot of my weekend recovering. From uh, my friend's birthday last week, and that's pretty much it. You know, just worked. Uh, went to the gym per usual. I know you guys have tired of me complaining about how far I drive to the gym, and that is officially over. I am now working out after work by my fucking house. Yay, it's, fucking it's, me! It's crazy how people like just don't support black business. I don't, I don't get that. He got my money for three fucking months. <laughs> it's too fucking far, sway. And actually, I was talking to somebody else or whatever, and like this other, um, this this guy at my job who works out too, and he was like, honestly, you telling him like how far you drive and your schedule, like clearly, like no real trainer would support you not being able to sleep like that. Like I was literally sleeping like four hours a day to be able to wake up and go to the gym or whatever. And he was like, no, like that's such a, like sleep is such an important aspect of fitness Yeah. that, you know, that's when your muscles grow and recover and repair and all of that shit like that. So it's just like you, nobody would have supported that. So, you know, you just like some people are out for the, the dollar, the almighty dollar. Always out for the dollar. Because actually, ironically, like he wrote me on uh, on Instagram and was like, where you been at? Like, why you been in the gym? Like, what's going on? And I'm like, I told him. I was like, well, first of all, my membership expired on Tuesday. And, um, you know, I just, it's just too far. I have stuff that I'm saving money for and I'm not getting enough sleep. And he read it and didn't respond. I'm like, niggas. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck that got to do with me? Right. It's been a really long time since so my messages have been left on red. I mean, just be honest and say that. But, um, 
I respect that. What, nigga? You got something to say? No. No. You got something to say? You no. insinuating something with your little moan, uh, humming, whatever the fuck you was doing. I was humming. My bad. I forgot we were recording. Sorry. Oh, I'm, about to do I'm sorry. He's Jesus. a liar, but then again, he's a man. So we already know. <laughs> hey. Hey. What? Save that for later. I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm just saying, Jeez. in a general sense. No. But, um, yeah. So. <laughs> I'm done with that shit. But I did have a really, uh, I had a great workout actually the past two days. Like I said, I started going after work and it's been great. Um, the first day I got stalked in the gym by this guy that I know he was lingering around to get my number. Like I was, I was there for an hour and a half, hour and 35 minutes. He was there before I got there and he loves his bullshit. Like I could tell he was not doing anything, but he was just everywhere I was like, and then he waited so I was like done like going to stretch and he's like hi how you doing and I'm like hey I always thought the gym was a weird place to meet people because your presentation at the gym is like horrible you know what I'm saying like you but see nowadays it's not, I am like not, I'm gonna be completely honest I am I'm not cute at the gym at all I don't put no effort into it I have my bonnet on cause my hair is natural so I'm gonna have my bonnet on and it was nothing cute about how the fuck I was looking yeah, I just don't feel like that's the proper place to actually do some shit like but that. But some people do go to the gym. Like, you think about these fucking Instagram influencers and, like, fitness models and shit, and they match in sets and gym shoes. I don't even have that many different pair of gym shoes, to be completely honest with you. <laughs> you got gym shoes and sneakers. I have running shoes. <laughs> I actually do have two pair of shoes. I have a pair of... Well, actually, I bought these shoes for work, um, but they were running shoes. And so I was wearing them to work, and then one day I didn't have my other... I didn't have my actual shoes that I wear to the gym. Um... With me, so I wore them and I went to, and then like they felt way better. So now I'm running them because they're lighter right. than my other running shoes, and so now I wear those to the gym because they were lighter, so it felt better, or whatever. But that was a relevant story. I just feel like I didn't care about that, but it was relevant to the story. Tup- but yeah, Tupac cares. Um, I look trash, but he decided that he wanted to shoot his shot. I'm just like mm, trying to like I was still I wasn't done, so I was really I'm not one of the people that want to bullshit. Like I'm trying to really just in and out. Like it was. Four o'clock in the morning, like I want to get out. That's my thing because I got work at three. I want to. My goal is to walk out of that bitch no later than four thirty. I mean, even still, like four o'clock in the morning, nigga, don't say shit to me. At yeah, 4 and he was like following me around. Like I saw him. I think I kind of saw him looking, but I, I wear Beats to the gym, and Boogie. I can't hear shit. Boogie. What? It's bougie. Yeah. <laughs> I wear my B headphones to the gym, so I can't hear anything. And then I'm, I'm naturally one of the people that have tunnel vision. Like I'm observing my surroundings, but I don't care. It's like if I, as long as I'm safe, <laughs> I'm not paying attention to nothing else. Like I don't really notice like people. I'm gonna get my attention. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're running, you definitely have to have tunnel yeah, vision. Yeah, and it's like I do interval sprints at fucking like 11 miles per hour. You think I'm looking at you? I'm trying not to fall. Look, that essentially. Is- out of all the times we went to the gym, like that is the worst shit you've ever put me through. What interval sprint? That shit is horrible. It's extremely fun to me. It's like, oh, okay, I'm finally recovering from almost dying. Oh, my thirty minutes are, I mean, thirty seconds are up. Let yeah, me and I actually reduce my, uh, reduce my downtime to twenty seconds. So, so you run for forty off twenty. Thirty twenty. Oh, okay. Um. It's ten minutes, in, but okay. Good. What do you mean? 60 seconds in a minute, man. I don't do it by minutes. I do it by seconds. Oh, that's weird. No, that's what I was saying. Because that's weird. But I get you. Continue. Um, But yeah, no, that's all I'm saying. This is creeping in the gym. I just kind of had to be like, oh, yeah, that's nice to meet you. <laughs> you come here often? No, I just start coming here. 
What do you want? It's like, yeah. It's actually my first day, and I don't know if I'm coming back. <laughs> uh, like, how about you? Do you come here often? Because if you do, I can find somewhere to go. Right. Like, it's another gym on the other side. I'm going to go there. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, whatever. Besides that. So, just fitness for you? Basically, just a life of fitness. That re- honestly, it really is becoming my life. Like, my life is becoming becoming consumed with it in a lot of ways. Like, I actually like found myself adding gym rat to my uh, IG profile yeah. description thing. But I am though, kind of a gym rat. Yeah. I think my last three four fucking selfies on Instagram is from the gym, if I'm not mistaken. And then like I, uh, I was something about to say. Even like the two times this week where I like ate shitty. I couldn't even eat it all. Like, I was just so over it. I was just like, nah, I don't want this anymore. Like, I was like, oh, this is good. Like, I really wanted some chicken from Chicken Shack, and I got it. And I was telling myself beforehand, like, girl, you should just get the six-piece. You're not going to eat all this ten-piece. And I'm like, mm, fuck it, get the ten. One on me piece, I ate five, and I threw the rest away. So, guess I should have just, uh, mm-hmm. and I didn't even eat all my potatoes. And y'all know I love fucking mm-hmm. potatoes. Just a waste of good roasted chicken. Well, you know, I get the, the chicken tender bites, though. Uh, that's even worse. Them bitches are delicious. I'm not going to hold you up. But I could, if I would have ate another morsel, so I would have died. They're made from heaven. It, they are. They are, they are definitely. Them bitches are delicious. It was something else I got, too. And then yesterday I had, like, some nachos. And I threw so much of it away. I'm just like, what is my life? Just wasting food. Man. Oh, well. Yeah. It was. I mean, I'm done. I just like the. I think the the more I get into it, the more it's like, oh, you know, I eat to like food is delicious. Obviously, I fucking love food, but it's like, oh, just like okay, this is good. I have. I'm satisfied. And I just yeah. say fuck it. And then I'm not really a leftovers person. And then neither one of them is the really things you could eat leftovers because it's like fried chicken bites, and you it's like soggy. You microwave she it. You don't like the confection of it. Should prosper. And then uh, it was something else that you, know, you can't really reheat nachos. So yeah, that's a dead issue. Hey, thank you. Okay. Yeah. So we're good. We agree on those. Yeah. Cool. Not the chicken, but yeah. All right, sure. shut up, nigga. Uh-huh. Anyways, how was your? Uh, you just told me shut up. Don't ask me a fucking shut the question. fuck up. I'm sorry. I hate when niggas do that. Someone shut. You told me to shut up. Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> and I don't even call me a bitch, but I'm just mad because I hate when like don't be literal. Like don't be an asshole. You know what the fuck I mean. I'm gonna shut the fuck up about this particular thing right the fuck now. Okay. Damn. Damn. Shit. <laughs> ah, that's funny. <sighs> um, yeah, no, I had How a, was your cheap ass week? Cheap ass week. Because it was short. That's what I call fuck up shit. Cheap. I call it cheap. I actually got that from my trainer because like, I would be doing something like, my back hurt your cheap ass back. So my leg hurt cheap ass legs. I mean. You start bullshitting your squats with them cheap ass squats. I'm, I'm becoming very good at managing my anger. I get very angry. He has of, a Napoleon complex. I don't have a Napoleon complex. I'm just uh, very very angry person i feel like little angry people are having a pulling complex not that little but um yeah mm. i'm just learning how to weed is helping but uh i'm learning how to manage my anger like, a, lot of, a lot of that shit ain't even necessary but uh other than that man it, it was a pretty pretty chill week not kind of sucked myself because people create problems unnecessarily and this weekend i chilled like i'm I didn't want to do shit yesterday. Mm. I told you I had, you know, I had weeks of family activities and shit. Like, now all the family is gone out of town and shit. Everybody's back to their regular non-talking-to-each-other lives and shit like that. So, everything is pretty copacetic. That's good. What happened to all the backlash you got about last week's episode? I, I wouldn't say. <laughs> so petty. I wouldn't say Hi. I got as much backlash as you got. I didn't really get no backlash about the episode. 
about the topic per se. I mean, the topic, yeah. I mean, we got a lot of good feedback. I mean, a lot of people don't. A lot of people are cool with Netflix and chill, but a lot of people are not. Like, they need something more, and that's the whole purpose of the discussion to just figure out what people actually need. You gotta already be boning Netflix and chill with me, and it's like, can it not be? Can it be like HBO Go and chill, or like? Showtime anywhere and chill. But see, like I, I actually, you know what I'm saying? Like Hulu I will, and chill. I will fucking pay per view and chill with your ass. Like I don't give a fuck. Oh, you got money. <laughs> on demand and chill. Alright, like I will get you. What just came out of the movies? Like all right, cool. I mean, right, this nigga talking about Fire Stick and Chill. No, I'm talking about what just came out on DVD. Like whatever. Oh, you, you said the out. movies. That's what I'm like. Oh, yeah, cheap ass. Some of some. We gonna see what they got. No, no, it's, it's certain movies that I'm a little leery about that might be like a fire, well, not even fire stick and chill, because fire stick is horrible right now, but it's all kind of movie apps where you can look at new movies. Like. I don't know, I haven't been to, it was, it's a movie coming out that I want to see, it's a movie with Mila Kunis and the other girl from, I don't know what the fuck she's from. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I, I think it's probably like this, this this spy something like I dated a spy or the spy that killed me or something like the that. spy or nah, some shit. I don't shit. think it's Harry the spy. <laughs> <laughs> I just made it up. I don't know. But yeah, like um, somebody was saying, uh, sorry to bother you. Definitely need to check that out. It's what just, is that? Oh, with yeah. um, the guy from Get Out and the guy from um Atlanta. Yes, yeah. Atlanta. He's a cutie and he's like pro black as fuck, like in real life. (laughs) Not the um He bordering on that weird, like real weird in real life level. Like he he And he's like super supportive of black women and I love that about him because you know it's rare. (laughs) As fuck. We'll touch on that later. Yeah. Um Parker. But yeah, so uh, <laughs> I hope you guys are all doing well. I hope you had a good weekend or a good week. Hope y'all been trapping out the bando, living your best lives, enjoying your summer, all that shit. Like I said before, you know, I don't know. It's been hot as fuck. Hope y'all at the beaches, you know, in in the in your swimsuits. I hope y'all put on fucking deodorant. Take That's what I hope. Right. Selfies, like we trying to be positive. I'm trying to be positive too for my nose, like. Y'all leaving out the house with wintertime deodorant on. Y'all know y'all need. I wear the same deodorant all year round. I smell delicious. I mean, some people sweat more than other people. I sweat so. like a grizzly bear. Not under your arms, though. Like, you, you don't have pit sweat. Shit. Oh, no, not really. My face sweats like a motherfucker, though. Like, I'd be at the gym and she'd be dripping my eye trying to run until <laughs> About to die. Like, I should not bad. come around you and you smell like a gyro. That should not be. That's gross because people eat those. So we shouldn't talk about our food like that. I don't That's want nasty. your body smelling like something that I would consume. <laughs> <laughs> you sure? Because <laughs> the way these niggas be talking, they clearly want to consume my body. <laughs> I mean, shit. All right. So, Six at World. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, but say it ain't no new movies, no music, no nothing, nigga. It was just a couple days ago. So what's going right. on in the world? Uh, well, Cardi B and Offset finally had their baby. Yeah, it's, was it Culture or Couture? Nigga? I'm not sure. It's Culture, Kiari, Cephas. Oh, um, right. congratulations to them. I hope they have a very splendid uh, new beginning to. Well, she has a new beginning to uh, motherhood. Offset has uh, children already but um yeah i'm just happy that it's over i don't understand why i get like that with celebrity like pregnancies and shit like i have to you know glad she's not twerking pregnant anymore you know hopefully her bounce back is spectacular and shit like that and she continues to do what she's been doing musically 
Let me tell my card. Yeah. Congratulations on the baby. I love her. I mean, everybody knows I love Cardi, so. Yeah. But not in a stalker's way, because I don't really, you know, y'all know how, I don't know how I am about that. But <laughs> I enjoy her. I enjoy her music. You know, I just I just made a twerk video to one of her songs just last week, I think, the other day. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Are you releasing that to the public? No. <laughs> all right. Well, don't tell everybody if you ain't showing everybody. First of all, you should use your imagination. That's what's wrong with the generation. Y'all just out here fucking and sucking and making every Listen, words mean things, and you can be, you know, the best version of yourself without, you know, being overly sexual. I'm just playing. I don't give a fuck what y'all do. But y'all can have a little mystery. Let me just shut up before somebody accuse me of slut shaming or some shit. But. I mean, you can put on a mask or something like that. A, a role, mask. A role play like that or something like that. But yeah, I don't know what mystery you talking about. You know how like back in the day like old people would be like, Oh, you know, y'all music and y'all everything is just so outright. Back then it was just like, um everything was like romanticized and like not just plain kind of outspoken sexuality. Yeah. Like I mean, the one you song decipher old songs. Like how they described it, what was that song? Last night by A Z. I did not know that song was about sex until I got older and I'm like It literally says last like, night bla- I was But I didn't you. think about that. It was like inside of your love. Like I don't know what the fuck I thought. Like that's in a, your arms like no like i don't know what i thought I but was it was inside of you my name but it was the way you described because you don't niggas don't feel like that about sex i think it was because they made it so deep you know what i'm saying which is like i'm pretty sure them niggas didn't feel that way about sex but that's what i'm saying that's why you didn't that's why form. i didn't essentially i didn't just automatically assume that they were talking about sex I was like oh last night i was inside of you i saw the sun the moon the mountains and the river and i saw heaven as I made sweet love to you. Okay. Now so they, it's like they clearly had high sex. That's no, <laughs> now it's like <laughs> spread it open like a flower when the sun hits. What is it? What? I something like this. You say it's like a starburst sun kiss, some shit. Whatever Trey song said on that fucking booty remix. And I'm like, oh, okay, all right. I mean, he's, he's very artistic because he, he, you never know who he's talking about. You are just a troll. <laughs> I'm not touching that. <laughs> All right, moving along, let's talk about another troll. Uh, Papa John's oh, God. CEO, John Scanter. Um, he apologized for using the word nigger during a company conference call in May. Um, shortly after he issued his apology, he soon resigned from his position. As the uh, CEO, well, the founder and CEO. Um, yeah, I mean, he caught fire last year because he said that, you know, the players protesting was affecting his business and we really didn't give a fuck about it. So, like, yeah, like, nobody, there's too many apps, bro. Um, nobody fucks with Papa John. A lot of people don't fuck with Papa John's anyway. Like they no, were, they used to start that shit on campus in the cafeteria when I was at school. Like y'all can keep that little bitch ass pepper, bro. It's really shit. not that great. It's like I don't, the I don't garlic like butter shit. is okay, but um, I'm a bread lover, so they have good bread. But as far as pizza, I don't say the best cheese bread I have ever had was cottage in. Yeah, because it's like some hood shit, though. No, it's not. The first time I, mean, I, I had, the first time I ever had cottage was in Mount Pleasant. I don't even, it ain't even a lot of, I don't know, a lot of them down here. Local equates to hood shit. It goes different ways. Oh. Like Hungry Howie's is technically some hood shit. Is it? Yeah, because you go to outside of Michigan, you don't have pop, I mean, you don't have Hungry Howie's, so it's some hood but shit. But how, Michigan is not hood, nigga. <laughs> it's the whole hood. You talking about one city with a lot of black people. The whole hood. <laughs> 
it's just not like wait what hungry Howie's is not hood if you know you're gonna say some if you gonna say some national i mean some no some hood shit if you want to talk about some hood shit and say michigan little caesars is the only hood shit there is nigga some cheap ass fucking pizza i mean little caesars could stretch out a little bit but you talking about some hood shit it's five dollar pizzas nigga y'all trusting some shit y'all eat for five dollars Yes, I mean, yeah, man. we trusting it, but I'm just saying, like, it's still some hood <laughs> shit. <laughs> it's for the ghetto, nigga. You ain't sent everybody that sent their kids in there in the store. Some of them go get a hot ready, nigga. Like Mama in the car and a minivan and a bonnet, nigga. Like you Tell got twelve dollars. Go get two hot ready. Okay. And a pop. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Crazy bread. I don't have enough for that. Okay. I gotta feed you and your brothers and sisters. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Tell like some no hungry hoggers ain't no hood shit. The hood shit is Little Caesars, bro. They pepperoni cheese bread. Go. I'm not gonna lie. You make me think of all kind of fat shit. All right. Because you a fat ass. Yes, I am. Sorry. Um, I mean, about the Papa John shit, like, I don't, I get angry when, like, somebody who we not even, like, fucking with like that, like, says some Cause shit. Because he's already been problematic about shit anyway. Yeah, so you just, like, keep, like, nobody fucks with Papa John. Yeah, because he was mad with. about the, the sales with the NFL players or some yeah. shit. NFL players shouldn't been processing the national anthem. You're hurting ourselves, and then the NFL promptly uh, dismissed him as one of the advertisers for their um, games and shit. So it's actually hilarious. That's what his ass get. Like yeah, he stepped down, didn't he? Yeah, he stepped down after he issued his apologies. Like yeah, bro, that's not enough. Just go away. Yeah, because just like bro. I don't understand why he was still in commercials after that. Anyway, like nobody wants to fucking see you. Yeah, for sure. He's just stupid. But yeah, I mean, I don't really feel like it's so many other options for pizza, better options. Like, I'll eat Happy's over Papa John. Actually, yeah, Happy's is the hood shit. You yeah, talking happy, about some hood shit? Happy's not some, happy some hood shit. Happy's me. and Little Caesars <laughs> is the hood shit. Hungry Howie's, I don't feel like that. Hungry, I would say the upscale Jets, Hungry Howie's, you know, um, uh, Pizza Hood. Pizza Populous. Pizza Populous. Yeah. That's like the, the the higher end. You talking about some Domino's like mid level because they just got it together when they came back out. Yeah, because that shit was trash. It was back horrible. In the day. It was like cardboard. <laughs> but they fixed it for the most part. I still don't like it. <laughs> Somebody straight. said it was good. It's straight. I don't like it. Fucking brown. See, I grew, up on, uh, I grew up on Pizza Hood. The Brookie? Oh my God. You're just a fat dessert eating ass nigga. So your opinions don't really count. <laughs> for shit, bro. Like oh, and, and messy news, and probably only entertaining to my messy ass, is the fact that I found out that Joey, I forgot her last name, was pregnant by Future, and she is Bow Wow's baby mother. Mm-hmm. Plot twist. And so now, Sierra and Bow Wow's children will be half-siblings. Is that only funny to me? Yes? I mean... I don't. I still don't understand why everybody gotta fuck the same people. Like, what the fuck is? Somebody why? said it's because it, like you want to like keep it in the industry or something. But I mean, she, I don't know who she is. Besides, I know she's a dancer. That's how I found out about her. Like before I knew she was about baby mama, I found her because she was uh, like, on, you know, I watch a lot of dance videos and shit. Right. And I saw her on there, and I'm like, oh, this girl is bad as fuck. Who the fuck is she? And I started researching her more about her on Instagram. Found out she was about baby mama, and then I remember she was dating Future, and then she popped up in another dance video, and the bitch was pregnant, and I'm like. Ew! But I mean, that nigga fertile was fuck. Clearly not shooting no blanks. Um, yeah, I don't get why everybody's fucked the same people. Yeah, see, I can't do that. Past. That's why I don't have time. Like for that. it's Hollywood. You can have any. You are a celebrity. You can pick. I feel like if I was, I feel like if I was famous. I mean, I get that. I guess it would kind of be hard to separate somebody from like somebody who's trying to use you. But I feel like in well, real, she's been through two rappers. Like what's with well, let's no, not I'm saying, her. I'm sorry. saying, well, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry, it's a hard truth. But <laughs> I'm not trying to like 
I guess I would feel like it's hard to like say, oh, you know, this person already knows the lifestyle. Maybe that's what they're saying because the, I don't get it. The paycheck, yeah, just hand me a check. Lifestyle, one right. that's, that's, All right. I'm that's not what Bow Wow was trying to kill himself over because he, he constantly got to pay fucking child support and shit. So yeah, to that and one. her baby losing her best life. To be honest with you, <laughs> I don't know if it's on his dime or, or futures, but <laughs> they living great. Yeah. Um, in a similar vein, the. Uh, the lady who tried to finesse Offset is now finesse tr- Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now finessing Snoop and Snoop said he, he ain't got time for it. fuck her receipts and all that shit that she got messages. You said she was shit. a cloud chaser or some shit. That's a new word that celebrities use when they do stupid shit. Yeah, pretty much. I think uh, it was something else that I saw. Okay, yeah, one of the little the twins from. Uh, yeah, I was going. Let me, let me Sorry. touch that. Oh, you touch it. I, got, I got it. I pull that. I pull that the story. All right, so um, the Claremont twins. Uh, this one. I'm happy you said that because I was about to butcher their names. Thanks. Yeah, they from the Bad Girls Club. Yes. Season. Who gives a fuck? I don't know episode. either. It was yeah. one of them double duty seasons. I think. Yeah. So um, she was this particular one is Sinead. Okay. Shanadad. It's Sinead, I think. <laughs> she was arrested at LaGuardia Airport in New York. Um, She allegedly stole more than $20,000 from a dead man. I'm actually not surprised by this. That she met on a quote-unquote prostitution date, according to the New York Post. She was only charging $400, which I feel like if I paid that much for plastic surgery, I don't think I'll be charging yeah. as low of a fee. Allegedly, the man invited her out um, on a $400 date. Sources claim when she left his house after whatever went down, she took his credit card. The next morning, the unidentified man was found dead in his apartment from an overdose of cocaine and fentanyl. What is fentanyl? That is what you put into stuff to make it stronger, and at least more overdoses, which addicts, you know, feel like, oh, I got so high, I died. Like that. This is a sick okay. way of looking at you, like that. Yeah, she has not been connected in his death, although you know. I mean, um, obviously, she was stealing. Yeah. Well, well, I guess they don't know After if he, he died, gave her. She uh, charged a. It's what, like six hundred fifty dollars in flight, seventeen thousand dollars in retail, and over a thousand dollars in to rent. So you, I'm I mean, if you, I'm about to start. I'm about to start. A so I'm about to start. She got one count of conspiracy, mm-hmm. one count of fraud, and one count of aggravated identity theft, and that sounds hilarious. I'm about to start. A so go ahead, start a pod. Mm. I'm sorry in advance. Okay, so theory here. Oh, shit. I saw a lot of people defending her online. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to start a pot first, and then I'm going to go into another idea that I had. First, as far as pot starting, I saw a lot of people online defending her. A lot of people was like, y'all don't know. He could have agreed to this shit before. Like, he could have voluntarily gave her his card, did all this stuff. This is what I keep hearing people say. How y'all gonna say she stole it? He could have offered that. Blah, 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 blah. But this nigga died an overdose, which would lead me to believe that he was fucked up and out of it. So that also leads me to believe how can he really provide proper consent to allocate his funds to her? Oh, he's starting to pipe real. So I know I talk about consent. And we all talk about consent. You know, all us women. What makes this any different? If we talking about not being conscious enough and in good mind to provide consent, I just need to know 
how we slicing up our double standards. I'm just trying to figure out how we doing it because if we taught if this man knowingly died from an overdose and women are definitely online defending this bitch saying he probably gave her his car he did it but if he did can we honestly say he was in good mind if that's the shit that he was on and he died the next day he can't properly give consent so wouldn't that make her wrong I mean, in the same vein, we've seen this happen before in the right way, like the proper way. If you think about Anna Nicole Smith, like, yeah, she dated a billionaire and married a billionaire and got all his assets because he was old as fuck and he was going to die. So, yeah, that's probably the proper way to do that. But Yeah, she probably just should have married him. I'm just playing. But still, like, I mean... (laughs) I'm just saying in general, like, that's what it made me think of. Because like, it was something he would defend her, like, oh, yeah, but he could have gave her that. I'm like, right, but this nigga was fuck, clearly a fucking drug addict. So are we taking really taking his word for it? Because, I mean, like, taking her word for it or whoever the fuck is saying that he willingly gave this to her, he's clearly not in his right mind. I and mean, so if we're going to use that same argument, y'all got to be careful with that because you're playing with fire because now we got to apply that to everything. Yeah, I mean, because if you give consent, if giving consent under an influence of anything is valid, <laughs> y'all could take that as y'all want to. I'm just saying. Yeah, even with the the whole. That's why I said about the start. Fraudulent shit. Like last week when uh JT from the City Girls got indicted about fraud. That's like, another part too. Like I don't understand. Like it's a lot of people supporting that shit. A lot of people are like, oh, get the bag, do this, do like, that. That's not getting the bag, bro. Yeah. I really see that's the thing. That's a I've said this before and I'll say it again. That's my problem with niggas, man. I swear, because y'all will like big up and support any fucking crime until it happened to you. We cool with the killers, the murderers, the drug dealers, so they selling our family drugs, killing or robbing our family or our people or us. But y'all cool with it any other time. Let them scam your credit card. You bet you calling your bank mad as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Let them like these niggas, you can't have shit. But then y'all cool with people scamming and stealing and robbing? All right, well, but let it be your shit and you mad. I don't understand that shit. Like, I really will never get it. Somebody be like, I don't care. Yes, swipe them visas. Hashtag swipe them visas. Really? No, nigga. Nigga, until it's your fucking visa. Then I you mad. really hard for this good ass credit. Like, nigga, don't do that. Man, bro. shit. Some, <laughs> I was going, I mean, I was, I was, I don't know if it's, well, honestly, shout out to Bank of America. I know you niggas hate them. But shout out to Bank of America because, well, a shout out and a fuck them. Because shout out to them because they are on it with their fraudulent shit. Because I guess it was too much for them because I was bouncing around the city too much. Like, well, not the city, bouncing around this metro area too much. So it's like, bitch, you was just in a city 45 minutes ago. You, you know what I'm saying? Now you in this other one already. And so they flagged my car. I was, I was, I was getting ready for my friend's birthday. So I was like doing a lot of driving. And I was like, went to go get her cake and, you know, fucking starting the highest. And I was in Dearborn, you know, 20 minutes later. Then I was in Detroit. And so they like, they flagged my shit. Just that fucking fact. And I was in Southfield. They flagged my shit. And I went to go get, trying to get money at the ATM. And it's like, yeah, you got to call. And so I, call, I called them. And they were like, all these, all these, you know, the charges are. So I was like, shout out to them because they on top of this shit. You know what I'm saying? But fuck them because I really needed that money. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I got it. Like, they turned my, I called them and they turned my shit right back on. But it was just like, that's the type of shit I'm talking about. Like, if it, because I had my, I've had had my money stolen before. Somebody was in fucking North Carolina buying J's and fucking finish line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like y'all cool with niggas being scammer, but if it's your shit, you gonna be mad. Like fuck, keep that same fucking energy. I don't fucking support a criminal. I don't care if it's my cousin, my mama, my auntie, my 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 fucking grandma. 
I don't give a fuck who the fuck you are. I'm not big enough. Like, fuck, I'm a big, big homie and you. You a fucking crook. Like, the fuck I'm supposed to be hype about that shit. But then y'all talk about people who are working on the fire. You broke. Bitch, I have a real job and benefits. Bitch, you gonna die and, and they gonna have to start a fucking, uh, what is that shit called? GoFundMe. A GoFundMe for your funeral. Bitch, I have a 401k. But y'all talking shit about me. I'm broke. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying literally. I'm not fucking. Ain't nobody stupid enough to say no shit like that to me. But I'm saying in a general sense. That's what the way it goes. We big up the fucking fucking drug dealers and scammers and fucking swipe them be like, what? Y'all support all this shit to happen to you. Free Ray Ray. But if Ray Ray didn't want to rape your sister, nah, it's like that nigga got to go down. Y'all got to choose, man. I don't understand that shit. I will never get it. Make it make sense, though. Look, man. The the following conversation is brought to you by KC. <laughs> Follow her on Instagram and Twitter at I really don't care. I don't have no shame in my game, nigga. Yo No, no, what I'm saying is so that we can you can get a better understanding of that. Like I understand how niggas act. Niggas are we talked about this earlier, niggas are very quick to Contradict to themselves. Definitely <laughs> contradict themselves. Like, you know, if it's good for you it's good, but if it's not good for you then it's bad. Like you can't you can't live through life like that. Like, you have to pick a side. It's black and white. That's what I'm saying. Like, I love... I'm not going to hold you up. I like City Girls music. I love ratchet shit. I love it in the same way I like playing video games. Like, the shit not real. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that shit not real to me. I don't really live that life. I don't support it. You know what I'm saying? I was in the life. I was sitting there in the car talking about some fuck that nigga. Fuck, fuck that nigga. Give me the cash. Fuck a wedding ring. Nigga, I want to get married. I don't really mean that shit. <laughs> I'm just singing the song. Right, like I just, this, it's a bop. <laughs> I don't really mean that. I actually don't want money over a wedding ring. I don't think that. I mean, my money. I want my money though. I'm a still a career woman. But yeah, like that's the shit I'm talking no, I about. Get, like I get you. I definitely get you. I can, that's, it's a bop. Even when I listen to fuck, one of the, my favorite fucking Detroit artist songs is fucking Death on Me. A fucking Dex Osama. Hype as fuck. Okay. Mama said I got death on me. The reason why I got this vest on I me, mean, I've never even seen a bulletproof vest in person. <laughs> um, it's funny you said that because I just uh, ran past these uh, Kentucky artists who literally stole the majority of that shit, and they are now like hyping shit up. Like they did oh this shit. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's my fa- that's one of my favorite Detroit songs. Besides, like the classic, like fucking old boy. But I'm talking as far as like listening to ratchet shit. Like niggas, like, oh, I got these shooters. Da-da-da-da. Everybody want to talk about shooters to your nigga get shot and you're like, why we killing each other? <laughs> Help me understand. <laughs> <laughs> make uh, it make sense. That is that is so true, bro. What? That is so true. Oh my niggas popping up. Like, wait, what? Oh my god, why we keep killing the communities? <laughs> what? Y'all, y'all need to grow up and leave them guns alone, right? <laughs> nigga, back in my day we used to fight, nigga, but you just said you had shooters. <laughs> Help me, Lord. Yeah. So it's just one of them things where I don't really understand. Honestly, the whole journey is just kind of like a contradiction, a contradiction, a contradiction. And I understand it. It was actually, uh, I'm petty because I actually like this song because I love her rap stuff. I love her rap music. I'm not going to hold you up. It's says Cash Out just released a song. Oh, God. Um, oh. Called Here I Go. Man, she could have kept that shit. And I actually like it. She could have kept that shit. But I'm a I'm a nitpicker. I think it's because I love words. So follow me. I'm a nitpicker. And the song she like, I'm not gonna say y'all names because you know, like y'all y'all lame. And I'm not gonna acknowledge y'all on my track. You know what I'm saying? Like, I could I could say names, but I'm not gonna acknowledge y'all on the track. Later in the song, she say, Don't subtweet me at me. 
That sounds like a direct contradiction to what the fuck you said. Because <laughs> you ain't saying names either. Like, ah, make it make sense. Make it make sense. I think to her. I know. I'm sorry. Yeah, but that's, I, was, I listened to it like twice. And I was like, but you said we wasn't saying nobody's name. Maybe they think you lame and they don't want to say your name either. Using the same logic. Yeah, that's like the... Uh when I heard Nas stop for the first time when he said, Yeah, I'm a I'm light skinned but I'm a dark nigga, I had to like think about it for a minute, like oh, Aubrey. Okay. This is like, wait, you light skinned but you a dark nigga, like okay. I mean he was trying to say he's like the dark spirited. Yeah, it's a conspiracy theory about um him. What's some one of them uh, Tyler said something like that on the song, but he he's actually a, a dark nigga, so it made sense. It's a lot of conspiracies. It was saying like uh it was something about like the white people like to see this dark nigga on this this nigga on these dark beats or something. But I fuck with Tyler, and y'all probably don't know what I'm talking about because y'all don't listen to. Never mind. All right. Well. All right. So our next story. Sorry. Um, that was a lot. I guess I'll be I'll be preaching to y'all, but y'all not gonna be better no matter what I say. So it really don't matter. So I mean, it came early in the episode, so they might actually pay attention. They're to not gonna it. listen. <laughs> it's still it's, it's all trash. All right. So Pusha T is. is Getting the bag, <laughs> getting the bag, uh, so to say. Um, he has a newly launched hip hop app called Hair, H E I R, Hair. Like, Harris, Harris, Hair to the Throne. <laughs> so, um, the interactive app gives fans the chance to vote new songs, hot or not. The fans who participate and ultimately display a good ear for the latest music receive crown, which is a new digital currency that once saved up can be cashed out so he's providing something different for the masses i actually um heard part of his interview um his drunk interview on the uh, drink champs and he was talking about how he got fucked out of the mcdonald's deal back in the day like he came up with the bada ba 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 i'm loving it shit and he got nothing like he took his money in advance Mm. It's like yeah, that was like in O three, like niggas two thousand fifteen. They still saying that shit. So yeah, yeah. But he got it back. He said he got it back. I forgot exactly. It's a oh, he does the uh, the Arby shit. He did the beat for the Arby shit. So yes, get to the bag. Yeah, See, this so. the thing. You niggas are so worried about. I really do be going off on y'all a lot, huh? Y'all niggas be so worried <laughs> about fame and being seen that it be really the niggas. It be the niggas behind the scenes that be like you don't. You can really move in silence. Y'all niggas say that, but y'all really don't want to do it. Like niggas really will get on and put that and build their whole life around stunning on other poor people. And I would never understand it. I want everybody to know I'm poor, and I'm fine with that. And it's cool. I'm going to continue to be this way. Hopefully not. But y'all won't know. So. Because that's the point I was making in the first place. But anyways. Continue on. Hendrix. No. That's all. That's all the six sad world stories we have. Because it's not really a six sad world from my point of view this week. I am not looking at the world sickly. Because it's a lot of sick shit going on in the world. Oh, you in good spirits, huh? Yeah. I'm, I'm definitely in good spirits. Mm. Dating a girl named Mary Jane. That's weed. i'm doing well too my natural hair is flourishing that's making me happy but anyways yes yeah i mean anytime you guys have a topic or a story or anything like that that you guys want to send to us you can do that at x 2 a.m podcast at gmail.com that is the number two 
Mm-hmm. Say whatever you want to say. For okay. all your questions, comments, concerns, inquiries, um, hate mail, all send it I to mean, the email yeah, or just mail. to Hendrix directly. You don't get hate mail like that. Um, also, me and KC are finally, finally, we are going to pull back the curtain completely. We are becoming real podcasters. We are accepting based on, you know, availability and shit like that we are accepting invitations to be on other people's podcasts i was always open but you know now that hendrix has a personality and a voice i decided that it's time to market him as such a regular human being <laughs> yeah, no. what so i'm letting him come play with you guys Nah, i mean a lot of look the reason why we didn't do it is because it was just like really hard because if somebody asks us like okay well one of us is available. Like, you might get one. Well, I mean, honestly, y'all, yeah, you can do one or the other. Because, I mean, like, it might be something that he might be a good fit for that I might not necessarily be a fit for. Like, if y'all want to do something, like, sports-related or if y'all wanted to do something wrestling-related or something like that, obviously not my forte. But if you want to do anything else of substance, you know, I'm your girl. So, yeah. it really just depends on – and I was just uh, – not not shade, a set, but a lot, a bit sprinkled in there. So, if you, like, you know – sarcasm and rainbows than me if you want you know judgy monotone e-cigs then hendrick or you know right, both of us don't diminish our about my value jesus um but yeah it's it's, it's hard I'm just playing, sorry. It's, it's hard to get both of us together sometimes so that's Shit, why it's hard we, for us to get both of us together right so that's why we didn't really put ourselves out there like that but um yeah man and we're also it. looking for guests too because we need to start we're trying to expand a little bit so well, I know mm-hmm. we're going to be doing something pretty soon, but we'll keep you guys posted. Yeah, we also are trying to expand the 2 a.m. media group. Yes. Um, I, yeah, I don't know if you mentioned I forgot to mention it last week, but also definitely check out the One Fall podcast that is under the 2 a.m. media group and also uh, Down with the King as well. Huh. And we have some more stuff coming your way, and we definitely keep you posted on that as well. Anyways. We're trying to get to the back the natural way. Get to the bed naturally. <laughs> I'm about to just start rapping. Obviously, that's all you gotta do. Uh, no. About fraudulent shit. I don't know what I'm, I'm trying to think what no. I can rap about. No comment on that at all. All right. No comment. All Fine. right. So now it's time for mine, the millennial. Um, you got hmm. a question? I can always come up with a question. You don't ask me no stupid shit. Well, um, you might want to go first then. <laughs> Um, do you believe in the theory that before you, well, not even that, do you believe in the life be flashing before your eyes theory? Like there's certain moments of near death or death where you picture. Mm, can you start over? Cause I wasn't listening. I'm sorry. Oh dear God. I'm sorry. Do you believe in the premise that at certain moments in your life, your life, your whole entire life flashes before your eyes? Or have you actually experienced that happening? Mm. Have you have a life flashing moment? If somebody pulls a gun out on you, did your does your life flash before your eyes? It could, it could. Like I think sometimes, like I, I'm, like, I don't know if I'm, I haven't had any near death experiences really. So I, I mean, in that regard, I can't speak on that because I haven't had any. I assume that it's definitely possible. I think of. Um, like situations or times in my life where I've been like more depressed or whatever and I've thought about like what's my life worth I don't know if it's in the same vein so I'll like kind of like think about my experiences my uh childhood up into current day 
And I think about like, uh, is it worth it? I don't know. Like I know actually a couple months ago when I was like in a really low point, I would say I definitely was having a moment where I kind of was thinking, hmm, all of the stuff that I was troubled with when I was younger. And it's so crazy because I'm in a different spot. I can't even put myself in the space to really formulate it. But it was the way I was feeling where I was saying like all the space, all the things that I thought about myself when I was younger or all the stuff that I was worried about came into fruition in a negative way. Right. And I'm not in a bad space right now. So it's really hard for me to even put myself back into how I felt in that moment because it made so much sense then, but now I can't make it make sense to me. Right. And that's the thing about depression is that it really is one of those things like, I mean, it, it exists and then it doesn't. in that moment. And then it's like, damn, it wasn't an irrational fear. And like right now I can identify as an irrational fear because I can't even put it into words exactly what it was. I get that. So it's kind of one of those weird things. But I definitely, it was like one of those things like, oh, I, I thought I was so worried about. You have fears about what you're going to accomplish, what you're going to amount to, and all of those stuff and things and everything that I once was fearful about or stuff that I worried about, stuff that I strive towards, none of it was happening. And so when I think about my life in that aspect, I would say it flashed before my eyes like all of the failures and successes of any magnitude I thought about. And it, and it, I weighed my value based upon those things in that moment not to make your question morbid but y'all know how i get down all right so for me i'm gonna ask you yeah i feel like i don't answer that (laughs) i mean the people might not know the answer to that okay would you rather have success in everything material you want but few friends or little success or material well-being but lots of friends I feel like I know the answer to that, so um, that's not a good question. Because I mean, you don't really like people, so <laughs> that's a stupid put, question. I feel like this question there. is more. I feel like this is only hard for like extroverted people. I guess because who would choose fucking success and everything you want in life over friends? <laughs> who would choose that? Yeah, I mean, you know, hey. Look. Like I feel like for me It would be harder If it was like Love Like okay You have success And material things But you're completely alone Or having Little success And material things But having love And family I feel like that makes it harder But to say friends Who the fuck needs friends I got everything else That's not hard Pretty much Yeah that's, yeah, that's, I don't know. I don't really that's pretty much my answer. Like, uh, so I can have the life I have now. I just be rich, like, right? Cool, yeah, it's cool. like cool because I have great. two friends. So they said few. That's actually I'm gonna gain one. Oh, you said friends. They said a few friends. Like, friends. They said th- the fewest three. Ah, oh, that's one more than I got now. So you tell me, I'm gonna meet a new friend and be rich. Right. All right. That's, sounds like the perfect life for me. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. Hmm. So. Okay, I was trying to find another question because I didn't like that one. Mm-hmm. But so. oh, this is a good one. Since mine was, since you asked me something and I gave you a serious answer, I'll let you answer this one. <sighs> what are your feelings about killing a severely handicapped baby at birth? The parents can't or won't care for them, and he require institutional care his entire life. <laughs> Sorry, that was heavy. Wow, I just flipped. I'm sorry. Wow. Did you see my face? Like, uh, okay. Oh, shit. No, I mean, um. This I'm, is the kind of question. I had a moral, um, while he's thinking of his answer. I had a, um, question. I had a class, I think my freshman or sophomore year of college, was like moral problems. And this is the kind of stuff we had to answer. Like, huh. it, would be, it would talk about, like, you know, like abortion and talk about, like, you know, moral issues. Like, and that was one of the kind of stuff we had to, like, debate in class. I mean, I'm definitely pro life, so. 
above all else like yeah you can manage handicaps and shit like that like even if you need care like it's a lot of sweet people out here who aren't able to take care of themselves don't have the mental capacity to be a functioning adult in society and shit like that like i don't feel like you should just dismiss them at early life because you don't want to deal with those issues like it can work like it works i know multiple people who have had children who need constant care and are handicapped and mentally disabled and shit like that and yeah you love them like they're normal fucking people you just understand that they have issues that you need to care care for on a regular basis like yeah that's that's part of life because a lot of times like that shit reverses as you get older in life and you don't want to be the one with alzheimer's and two fake knees and shit like that by yourself like that i'm pretty sure that's dramatic to experience so you should definitely look at that as you enter life the same way that you would if you were exiting life mm, that's i'm so happy i didn't have the answer to that yeah i mean I, i'm just not like in the business of slaughtering like people I'm not. I mean, because that's basically. Oh no, no, I'm not. I, I, I ain't saying it. I'm literally not touching this at all. I'm staying. I'm. I'm hopping fast. I mean, far, 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 you do what you want to do. Away from this. If you want to kill embryos and shit like that, that's that's fine. Like I support that if that's what you feel like is your best decision. But man, you never know. Not touching that. You could have killed Beyonce. I mean, I don't, who knows? Not touching this. <laughs> I'm. I. 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 I'm, nope. <laughs> I I I I I I why deprive the world of Ice JJ Fish? Like why why would you do that? Nope. Why? Not fucking with that at all. <laughs> why? All right, guys. So why? that's gonna lead us right into <laughs> let's argue because I'm not touching that shit. I don't even know how I flipped to that question. That must have been the devil talking about some wood. No. <laughs> I mean, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's good to have serious dialogue sometimes. For I mean, me, yeah, no, it is. Me, it is definitely good because you don't really do stuff like that. So I definitely appreciate that. And I randomly like just decided on that question, and it was definitely, <laughs> oh wow, yeah, but good answer, good answer. Um, survey says what? Mm-mm. Nothing. <laughs> Zero points. I'm literally not touching this shit. <laughs> like when I tell you, I'm like, it's like a hot coal, and I'm dropping that bitch. It's over. We moving right along. <laughs> Mind y'all, if I'm like, I've been like, I'm like all out of it because I had a fucking smoothie. <laughs> I had a fucking smoothie for tropical smoothie um, with fat burner and energy in it. And when I tell you that I feel like I'm on speed, like my body temperature is a hundred and thousand fucking degrees because I'm like sweating internally. I don't know what's going on. I feel like I'm about to pass out. And then it's hot as fucking here. So it's just a lot of going on right now. I'm about to pass out. Okay. But besides that, because that doesn't matter. Well, whatever. Let's talk about the topic at hand this week. That's what I'm about to address. So, guys, some deep shit for y'all asses, you know. Um, the video that kind of brought this idea along. Um, I'm gonna have Hendrix posts on the Facebook. Can you do that? Because I'm asking you to do it. I said I'm gonna ask. Send it to me. I'll post it. I gotta find it. Um, I post. I reposted it. If you can find it on my page. I reposted it on my Facebook page. Um, What's your name on Facebook? Casey Call. Okay. You did it on purpose. You know my fucking name on Facebook. <laughs> All right. So uh, here we go. So this week, in short, we are going to discuss the shortage of suitors. <laughs> Sorry for black women. And so we're pretty much going to touch on the topic like should black women be more open to dating outside of their race? 
The idea of this topic came from a book. First, most importantly, from a video um, on the For Harriet, if I'm not mistaken, page on Facebook. Um, she addressed a lot of different topics and stuff like that, but she also um, talked about this book and that post called "Is Marriage for White People" by a doctor. I cannot remember his name. I feel trash. Um, but we're kind of just really. I mean, that's the general idea that we're going to get to narrowing it down, really. But the idea is just talking about kind of like this whole uh, undying loyalty that we have. Um, Who is we? Black women, unjustifiably so. Right, we love those that do not love us. Essentially, in a very general, broad spectrum of things, I'm gonna piss a lot of people off. I'm sure black men mostly hold tips for sure. Um, I guess the whole idea is kind of this thing kind of came full circle all week because I was talking to Hendrix when we were um kind of like talking about the show and what we wanted to do. And I was saying I saw this. It started off with this post I saw in this group that I was in. It's supposed to be a fun group on Facebook, and this guy had posted. <laughs> it's supposed to be. A fun. It was supposed to be fun. Um, but he post, he decided to be a coon and um, post this. I'm mad we have the same feelings about that. Uh, he decided to be a coon and post um, a, it was something that said, oh yeah, it was a post of this uh, white woman with braids, with French braids, cornrows, whatever you want to call them. And um, a black woman with straight hair and say that how can we accuse one of cultural appropriation and the other one, not so, right? Um, and then the other post I saw <laughs> was these uh, Instagram, YouTube kind of influencers or whatever. And kind of like talking about black women in a really weird way. And it just bothered me. And so then because I saw this. pseudo black. Yeah, they were like um, ambiguously black. They were mixed. You can't really tell unless someone tells you. It was one of those really weird things where you really couldn't. You know how it is. And so pretty much what I wanted to discuss, and we spent a lot of time trying to just like really word this topic well and put it into a clear, concise idea because so much went into it. It was like this aspect of it and this aspect of it. And it really just came down to how we get get as us traditionally. Oh, traditionally, that's not as somebody. Um, undeniably, black women are kind of a, a, a disadvantage in a lot of ways, especially with dating, existing, breathing. Um, so I just kind of wanted to uh, address that in a safe space, if you will. A and if safe space. and if it's not safe, then fuck you. And 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 uh, that's completely fine. So I'm going to always be safe space. My very authentic uh, self, and obviously, I personally identify with this. Um, I really feel like um, y'all should check out that video too, so that'll help you because that's kind of how we narrowed it. In. We narrow it down to dating with that video, um, but it kind of tied in. Like I said, it came full circle. So, anyways, Hendrix. Yeah, the video is up on Facebook. Yes, the video is posted on our Facebook page. So check that out, please, and you will kind of get a more of an idea and maybe a little knowledge, black women. You I know, mean, open your minds a little bit. Personally, I feel like. What's your thoughts? Um, I feel like black women should date outside their race a lot more than they do. I feel like that would actually help with the shift in appreciation of a black woman because you know, as as black men, we tend to not appreciate something until we can't have it. You know, we we're we're those type of people who you know you have the good girl and shit like that, and then you lose the good girls. Like, oh, well, I really want the good girl. Like, we're those type of people. So yeah, with black women dating outside of their race, like I feel like that w- would probably bring black and 
black women and black men closer together. Okay. I mean, I don't I don't feel like, you know, based off the video, I don't feel like there should be this generational need for black women to be like the uber black heads of family and shit like that. Like we we're past that time in in society where that needs to be the case. Like a lot of people don't really fuck with their families like that anyway. So to have that, you know, the black grandmother patriarch of the family and shit like that, like it's cool. Like date date outside your race marry outside your race like as long as you being appreciated that's all that matters like i wouldn't take it i don't take offense when i see a um a famous black woman with a white man now it doesn't happen that often so maybe i am you know not as riled up as black women are when they see a black man a famous black man with a white woman because that happens very often so maybe it hasn't been positioned in my face enough to have to warrant me having a reaction but that's why i said that needs to happen because we need to feel the same thing that black women feel that we don't have this you know we don't have it looking staring us in the eyes like okay we got what serena williams and like when rihanna was kind of dating a billionaire and shit like that like other than that like it's not a lot of examples of people that we actually associate with as a you know a mate or a you know whatever like yeah i know a lot of black women who date white males like it's cool I don't care. Like, it's just we're alone. Whatever the fuck you want to do. Like, it's, it's, it's cool. No, I can't say that's not the proper word for that. No. What is the proper word for that? Not that. Anyway, okay. So, listen here. I'm going to frame, because I don't want this, I don't want us narrowing it down to dating to water down the topic or my frustration. So, explain your frustration and I'll feedback off of that. If that makes any sense. So... My idea when I first presented it to Hendrix came in a very general idea of like blackness, right? right? In a lot of ways, the blackness more so in like from a woman's perspective, because obviously I'm a fucking woman, right? right. And so my frustration with that guy's post and his attacking of black women, because at the end of the day, everyone knows that we're at the bottom of the barrel, right? In every situation, as far as like acceptance or appreciation or general care, nobody gives a fuck about us, right? Uh-huh. Even though y'all will say y'all will, but y'all know at the end of the day what the fuck it is, right? Uh-huh. So it came from a, a place of frustration because like he was a this, this black man was attacking black women for acknowledging the fact that hmm, black women can acknowledge the fact that, yeah, it's cultural appropriation for you to decide to put your fucking straight ass fucking hair in braids. Like, because it's unnecessary. Yeah. And for, them, like, and for them to associate it in the same way, because a hairstyle and a hair texture is different. Definitely different. Extremely different. A hair texture, obviously, you have, you know, black women can have any variety of texture hair, black men in the same fashion. You know, some people have straighter hair, curlier hair kinkier hair and the same thing can be said for white people not so much kinky but you know straight or curly or whatever the case may be same in the idea of colors as well because black people women especially get criticized for dyeing their hair as well even though white people dye their hair a lot but we're not gonna touch that so <laughs> in the same vein you know how black men attack black women for dying going blonde or whatever the case may be so that kind of thing is like it's triggering because it's just like why is this necessary First of all, first of all, yes, it's, it's, it's to be like, I'm going to cornrow my hair for no fucking reason. It's to be like, okay, why though? 
why it's just kind of like yes it's unnecessary when you can you to identify it or ignore it would be to kind of ignore what cultural appropriation actually is so it's just like yeah like it's kind of goes back to the whole idea that we can love black culture and hate black people black women especially because it's it, men in general and the people at the community at large loves black shit on white people where there is our lips our hips our fucking shit our hair you know you know we can put the cornrows on a white girl it's cool um put the ass on her the titties on her fix her hip dips put it whatever the fuck you wanted to tan her it's great don't let her be black though it's kind of one of them fucked up things right so it's just like for a black woman, like this cultural appropriation, it's like y'all hating or y'all y'all straighten y'all hair. Do y'all understand? Like anybody, like white people straighten their hair too. Like, that's not exclusively black people that straighten their fucking hair. And it is like to acknowledge that to say black women should wear their hair natural is to not acknowledge the fact that we have to think about careers and professionalism. Do y'all not see the women that get fired or get challenged at their jobs for not having their hair a certain way to their professional or presentable? That's deeper than an issue of insecurity. It's deeper than an issue of I want to be like a white woman. It's very much deeper than that. I mean, yeah, black women tend to have to tone down who they are yeah we have to t- essentially tone down our blackness we have to be more socially acceptable and that means being closer to whiteness that's in every fucking thing culturally every culture is trying to like white i mean it's trying to be closer to whiteness that's what that's the beauty idea that's what is that's what is pushed out to us right that's the same reason why men of all cultures pedestal white women and whiteness. I mean, because that it was that's how it was taught. That's how right. It's been and there, and no one's no one's really fighting the good fight, but black women. And we're at a disadvantage. We're losing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's really what the idea is coming from. And it's frustration. My frustration came from that, and it also came from the young ladies from YouTube. They literally made a statement. They they are half black or some shit. I don't know what the fuck they're mixed with. Um, <laughs> but the, but you wouldn't know looking at them. Yeah, they look very Hispanic. And so they put a post out that they eventually took down because they probably realized it was ignorant. I got backlash from it because I definitely unfollowed them when I saw it because I was just like, oh, damn, more problematic fucking people. And so they posted it and it was like, oh, you know, it's so it's like me and my sister are half black. It's so fucked up that all the hate that we get is majority from black people. Now, we're going to talk a little bit about majority and minorities real quick so y'all motherfuckers can understand. If your audience is majority fucking black, majority of the hate going to be black too because that's who fucking watching the videos. And I, I gave, the, I gave mm-hmm. Hendrix the same fucking example. It's the same thing with like food stamps. The majority of the people in the country is white. The majority of the people that use food stamps is white. It's simple fucking numbers. Like, So the statement for them to release like, Black people are hating on us. Why do black people tear each other down? But at the same time, they're tearing black people down by saying that they're hating on us. Bingo. Because you're I didn't, you're saying all black people are bringing, like, black people are inherently negative. Black people are bringing us down. Black people are just, so now white people are going back like, oh, black people are inherently negative and black people are bringing each other down. Like, why do they do that? Mm, have a crab and barrel mentality. It's one of those really, like, fucked up narratives that bothers the fuck out of me. And so that was really problematic. And then somebody brought up the fact it was like, Oh, you're complaining about this. Like, be happy that you're not, I don't know, a dark-skinned black woman. Because it's like, what made, from that, them seeing them do that, it made me think about, like, damn, and th- like, you look at their actual YouTube page, 
and it's like they're pretty girls naturally gorgeous attractive women which is <sighs> sorry never i'm not gonna say that no 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 and they're famous that. for instagram famous or youtube famous for like dancing and doing goofy shit that leads me to question and someone can maybe call me insecure i don't give a fuck i'm fine as fuck but you can feel how you want to we'll give i'm not speaking from insecure places what i was saying about it what i'm saying though is that you wouldn't get the same they would not i'm not even talking about me somebody else doing the same thing you know doing the same thing would not get that same kind of notoriety because like what are you really actually let me for but that didn't mean you can go back to the same kim k shit yeah so it's just like what kind of you know what i'm saying like you have to acknowledge that somebody's like well you know you have to acknowledge privilege in a general sense yeah. and they wasn't they was ignoring people saying it. it was like this is not about that i'm talking about black people's like but it's a privilege even even within your blackness yeah it's a privilege of being to be able to say that you're right to have to tell people that you're black is a privilege. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And because people in general, black people especially, like anything closer to whiteness for whatever fucking reason. Because maybe it's a little bit of self-hate thrown in there. I don't know what it is. But black people, black men especially, love shit closer and closer and closer to fucking whiteness. That's what that's the beautiful ideas and that's all of this stuff. So this is how my frustration developed, right? Those two posts. And just the general sense. I got a funny answer for that. It brought me back to the whole idea of why we're at the bottom of the barrel and how we are and how we're supposed to function. And so after that and seeing the video that is now posted, it brought me to this whole idea of just being extremely exhausted. So I heard a, a very, it was fun. It's, it's, it's sad, but it was, I looked at it as satire. Um, I had somebody, you know, okay, so why, what, what's up with, why do you date white women or why do you like to be with white women? It's like, oh, it's my ancestors. Like nothing would make my ancestors more proud than seeing me, you know, be with this white woman that they were, you know, whistled at, you know, that who were killed and shit like that for being with. Now I had the opportunity to do that. So I'm going to take that opportunity up. Like, I, I, I guess, like, I don't, I, I wouldn't look at it that way. Like, that's not how I would angle that if I'm looking at it from afar. Like if, if uh, the uh, the other little clip from the Bachelorette that's in the video where, you know, you got two people, a black male and a black female from the same sort of upbringing. And the black guy has only dated white women. And the black girl has only dated black men. Like, But they're from the same fucking, you know, the same structure, the same infrastructure you know, both suburban, upper class shit. Why is that? Like, why is... And the black guy's excuse was like, oh, that's all I had to, you know, it's all I had to date. Like, no, that's what you chose. Like, it's a choice. Mm-hmm. It's not something that's, like, inherent. Like, we're not inherently programmed to like white women. Like, that's that's not it at all. I mean, it's... You're, technically, it's what's forced upon you as far as what's beautiful. It's a status symbol in a lot of ways. And I know me and Hendrick talked about this. Like, we had a full conversation about this before we did the show. But in a lot of ways, it's a, it's a pedestal and a status symbol. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, statistically, in majority, if you're talking about numbers, because like I said, I know I said this before, obviously black men are more likely to marry black women. But in, tor- in terms of dating, um, in terms of actual numbers, black men are two to three times more likely to date outside their race. Black women, in terms of dating, are the most segregated group of all people. Yeah. Black women are more likely than any other group of people to date within their race. Black men, black women are more likely to be single and die alone than to marry outside of their race. Yeah. We are loyal to nothing. 
Yeah, I mean that that's pretty much it. Like And that's the whole idea I was saying. Like we 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 love those who don't love us. Yeah, I mean, but that's what what my point was with my opening statement is like, yeah, I don't I wish that more black women were open to dating outside of their race because then we might somehow balance it out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that that helps a lot of times when you see something from but it's, a, it's also it comes from a forced pressure though it's like we black, black women have a lot on our plate and i really don't want to ever get into a conversation about who life is the hardest because that's a conversation that i just honestly don't have the energy for oh yeah no we're not doing that but um it, honestly it kind of comes down to that because it's just like black women are tasked like they are with the family like they are with everything to keep black people like lift us up in a way that men are held responsible for. So it's just like, oh, you know, if you, you know, and the thing is that black women with degrees, successful black women are more likely to date down right. as well. All of this information is data given out in that video. So it's like all of those things considered, we're still like, oh, you know, what, regardless of what it means for anything else, we're going to marry black men, even if it's at a disservice to us. And then what that also trickles down to is treatment. And that's what the video came down that came down to. But what it brought me to is one of the things that stuck out to me is they were saying is that pretty much black men know that they're scarce. It's a whole bunch of black. They're 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 dating in a pool of hella options because right. it's not just black women. And it's already we are already in abundance, right? But it's not just black women in their pool. Right. You know what I'm saying? Black men are dating all races. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're not limiting themselves in any way, shape, or form because they have no. Um, fucking loyalty to us, right? Mm-hmm. In the same way that we are loyal to them, they're like fucking women, and then they like whiteness because it's a, it's a status symbol. Anything exotic is better than a black woman. Ask any man, black man around. I don't know somebody gonna be mad about that, but let's just be <laughs> honest. I really don't care. It's the facts. <laughs> so it's always gonna be because I don't. I have a lot of male friends, and I know all of them have this very pedestal pedestally kind of hierarchy as like view of elevating white women or any other women like oh yeah like I'll settle down when I fuck a white girl you know I like I never like it's like a big deal to them to like conquer all these different because like black women aren't enough or it's not significant so it's like their idea is to conquer all these different kinds of women in a way that other races of men don't have they're you know what I'm saying you don't hear white men tell me I just gotta fuck a black girl that really don't happen because no one really wants us (laughs) <laughs> yeah I mean It's not the idea for anybody And then black men treat us like trash Because they're like We're the bottom of the barrel to them It's like well, that's what we can already get Yeah a lot of black men feel like You know being with a black woman Or settling down with a black woman Is actually settling Like Right yeah Because that's the thing that Anything closer to whiteness So it's like Anything exotic You know what I'm saying Like oh Spanish Fuck yeah Fucking Asian Shit Where the fuck did I get a fucking Asian from You know what I'm saying Like white woman Hell the fuck yeah bitch nigga okay i have friends that are searching for asians that is hilarious well you hang out with a very <laughs> questionable group of people like they're really <laughs> fucked up they're like the bottom of the barrel black men like the trashy men i'm talking about they're essentially his friends right uh, the ones that hate black women and shit demon qualities <laughs> yeah no so <laughs> yeah, you can get some dms about that like i said the black men that hate black women his friends Maybe with the exception of Chris, because he's married to one, but the rest of them niggas. So, yeah. Like, every... And after what? He hate black women, too? Um, 
<laughs> Shit, I'll take my I'll take my props back. I didn't say uh, um, Continue with your points. So, <laughs> you made me forget it with your bullshit. Anyways, some of the pedestal is there. So what I was saying about as far as like leveling the playing field is that they have this huge ass shit, huge ass pool that they're fishing in, and we're fishing in a pool of nothing. You know what I'm saying? So it's like if you think about it, this is why black men treat black women so badly and so poorly is because they don't really have to be nice to us. They know that we're checking for them and they can have whatever they want to. So it's like, if you know that you don't have options, it's kind of like a power struggle, right? If you know the person that you're fucking with don't have options, like, yeah, I can do whatever the fuck I want to. Cause what you going to do? Leave for you and go. That's the issue of power. So if I know that I'm dating somebody who has options, just like I have options and I'm a little bit more likely to be like, let me treat you well. Mm-hmm. Right. But if I know that you're like, Oh, you all on my dick and you're not going nowhere. Because where the fuck you gonna go? And that's essentially what the book was saying about why black men are so such horrible partners to black women. Why you see black men be trash to black women and then treat their exotic, whatever the fuck, insert foreign other thing than black woman like queens. Right. Options. We relinquish our power when we reduce our options. And it's kind of a lot as a part of the video that stood out to me. Yeah, I, I, I definitely see that. I definitely see that. And like that's unfortunate though. Like that's what? Just that whole narrative that's crazy. It's a huge it's a huge like I said, privilege. It's a lot of privileges given to people that we don't necessarily have. Like I said, this would be a more messy conversation we got into, you know, who is winning in terms of that. But I'm not gonna touch that. <laughs> I mean <laughs> like I said, we still live in, I don't care how late it gets in the years, it'll be 2020 and 2030, and, and white will still be right. And black men have fell victim to that in a way that black women are not. We are tasked with holding okay, so, the family together. So why do you feel like that disconnect happened? Like, why do, why do you feel like black males fell for the okie doke and black females didn't? It's not necessarily the okie doke, I would say. Because I would say. Because I believe that white men were pedestaled at one point in time as well. Like, just up as far as like what you saw. Like, you didn't see black doctors and shit like that. You didn't see black See, but it's not in the same like that. way, if but that makes any sense. You feel sense. like just like sex symbol wise. Like. See, so the thing, women. Okay, you know how women and black women, especially, if you think about even slave days, right? Or you think about even in the era where men of all racist went off to war and black pe- I mean women in general were, were, were tasked with keeping the families together and working and doing all this shit whatever right. that all went into that nurturing that paired with the nurturing aspect that women have and then you take them with the black community we are, t- we, are, we are conditioned to want to keep that going. That's why I, with my, not me specifically, but I as a black woman with my college degrees and success will still marry this black man with a high school diploma because I just really want to keep and strengthen the black family. I'm more worried about that than anything. Because think about that. Think about all that. Think about the Black Lives Matter. Think about the people who've been wrongly um killed by black, by the cops and all of this shit that's happened who's on the front line of those fucking protests black women right but when it's women talking about feminism or black female issues whether it's fucking us talking about how we can't get jobs because of our natural hair or us talking about our rape stories and who's the first people to tear us down when you hear those stories also black men yeah so it's like we are conditioned where we support y'all no matter what and y'all will literally throw us under the bus as soon as y'all get the opportunity to 
there's a difference. Y'all don't have no loyalty to black women in the same way we are loyal to y'all. It's kind of like we, in the same, back in the day, we're just fucking slaves and we're just trying to, you know, we're taking anything and everything that's getting thrown at us on the behalf of everything. We're taking, you know what I'm saying? Let the, oh yeah, master's gonna rape me, whatever the fuck that's happening. So, you know, that's all fine. But no, not the same. Black men were not checking for us ever. Like, <laughs> fuck, what? It's ridiculous. It's the most ridiculous thing ever. It's extremely frustrating, but that's just like, how it is. Do you think the restriction argument is valid? Like, we were black men, not we. Black men um, were restricted from having women outside of the black race for a while. So, we just became conditioned with exploring other options. No. No. I don't. No, I don't get it. Because, I mean, like, that's people in general, though. Because it's way more socially, it's way less sexually, way less socially acceptable, I'm sorry, for black women to date outside their race. Yeah. It's black men who date outside their race who will still condemn a black woman for doing it. (laughs) It's black men who will acknowledge the fact that there's pro-black men with white partners. They will ignore that, but will condemn a woman. Like, name a pro-black woman, like, out pro-black woman. Who's married to a white husband? You um, you ain't gonna name none. I mean, cause that, but you have that the fucking go. childish Gambinos of the world and the Jesse Williams of the world and all these people with white women next to them by their side. They're completely Kanye West, whoever the fuck, was completely comfortable being pro-black with white, like literally contradicting everything they stand for because they don't think that that blackness. It's almost in the same way that people say that feminism for white women is limited to them. They don't think about the actual feminism for black women. It's the same thing. Well, black men think about blackness in terms of them. They don't really care about the fucking black women. That has nothing to do with it. Yeah, I, yeah, for pro black for men though. I don't care about them bitches though. Fuck them bitches though. That's really how it comes. That's really how it is. I mean, I can't say shit. It's not for the masses. <laughs> Look, nigga, I can't say nothing. Yeah, keep keep preaching, my nigga. I'm just saying. I mean, but it, it's true. It's exactly exhausting. True. Yeah, I mean, definitely. But black women are always on those front lines fighting for black men, and we will never get the same in return. I mean, I'm bla- I've never seen a black man miss on an opportunity to down or drag a black woman in my life. But what do you think would change that? Nothing. Nothing. It's it's it's, it's, it's a social that, construct, if you will. So you're saying that black women pull back and don't, you know, support black men as hard. No, no, it's change. not even that they have to do that because I feel like they should be them truest selves. We just happen to be better people than them, right? So you should be your truest <laughs> self, right? You should just be better, right? So I mean, obviously, it's sad that I have to say this, but obviously, I'm not talking about all black men. I'm sure, yes, I'm sure some black men that happen to love black women. I don't know where the fuck y'all hiding it, but I'm sure y'all there. That's cool. I'm not talking about y'all. I'm saying the majority. I literally just talking numbers. If you have a problem with me, email me, message me. We can talk about it. Let's extend, extend this dialogue further. I'm just saying how I feel about the situation and the facts. I speak in facts, statistics, and data. I'm a science person. So if you come to me with opinions, I will hold you with facts. Now, mm-hmm. I regress back to my points. I'm cool with what? No, I'm just, I'm here. I'm just here this this week. This this all you. I'm just frustrated. No, I understand that. I'm letting you get your frustration out. I'm like, just frustrated because like it's and just and I can't argue a lot of your points. Like yeah, a lot of black the the numbers don't lie. Like yeah, it's a lot of fucked up shit. That's the numbers coming don't from. lie. And that's the thing. It was another point in the video where they were saying how like black women dating outside the race is not even equal. To black men dating outside their race. People outside their race don't want black women either. Yes, but it's also different because, first of all, black women should date outside their race for self preservation. 
black men date outside their race for status or, you know, because that's what they feel like is right, you know, white is right, all of that stuff like that, or anything besides black, which is really the motto. Because, yeah. you know, they love Hispanic, you know, black men love anything but black women. So it's just kind of like one of those things where we don't really have a choice in the matter. If you were, if you care about a hate, that's the thing. Black women care more about supporting black men and being with black men when they care about having a healthy, stable relationship. Yeah, sure. Like, why don't you choose your the, the, the trifling nigga with four or five kids and, 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 and three baby mamas when you can find the the stable, educated man with no drama of a different race? Yeah, I mean, but see, that's that's kind of my We're point. We're really loyal to a fault, is what I'm saying. Yeah, that's kind of my point. I'm like, I encourage that because you should be, you know have equal opportunities or create equal equal opportunities for yourself like you shouldn't be limited to this box and i do feel like a lot of times that's just like inherently you know there for a black woman black women feel like they have to preserve the black race yeah and it was a, on and their own and exactly that's that's not what's up and a lot more women are pro-black than than men and when i mean when i say black when i'm pro-black i mean they're actually pro-black people in general not just pro-black men which is what most black men are they're pro-black men not pro-black people right so in that same regard you will have easy right and the the guy was saying in his book he addressed like some of the reasons why black women are not as kind of look i'm not as likely to date outside of their race and a lot of them come down to like the the teachable conversation that you have to have with a mate because you know I know I've said that I'm like oh you know if I date somebody on my race he has to be woke he has to understand <laughs> black issues he has to you know this this that and the third black men don't have those same requirements so it's just like it's like oh you know a black woman I have to explain my hair I'm gonna have to explain the fact that I'm twisting my hair or that I'm wrapping my hair or that I need to shower cap so like they're like those are the kind of questions you have to have when you as a woman when you date outside the race right yeah and then also, like I said, knowing, explaining black issues. We have to be okay with those teachable moments. A lot like... Yeah, because it's a lot a of A lot of times, moments. black men are completely comfortable dating a racist. Like, as long as it don't apply to me, you can hate all black people and love me, and black men are okay with that. <laughs> and, white, and black, and black women, a woman wouldn't be okay with that. No. In the same way that the black... Because most of the time I see black men, you know, saying on whatever, Twitter, Instagram, I don't know how many videos I've seen pass on Facebook... Where it's like it's a black man and his white girlfriend ripping a black women or black people to shreds because they don't care. All right, now them niggas is cool, snow. I'm just saying, but I. All right, man. Them, them niggas. I'm just saying. The worst of us, not the best of us. Shit, even I still got a video like that. The ten reasons why black men should date white women. Like I said, they are the worst of us. I'm just not saying. The best of us. I'm just saying that it happens. Niggas have petty ass reasons. Like I don't. I want a girl that can just go to the pool. I don't want. I don't want. I want to have sex in the shower. Why do you have on a shower cap? Like, bitch, your mama wear a shower cap. Like, get the fuck out my face. Like, stupid ass shit. <laughs> Seriously, like, like uh, it be shit. dumb shit. Yeah, that. I mean, that's what I'm saying. But see, that's the thing. A lot of a lot of the reasons, like, stupid as fuck. But we we hold those like close to the best. Like, oh my god, yeah, yeah. Like, this is like really, really what we, you know, what we value, and it's like that. But that's stupid. Like, yeah, it's okay. She can wear the fucking bonnet. Like, it's cool. <laughs> like, I don't, 
I don't give a fuck what you like, do. I just really need my wife to be able to dunk her hair in the water. Like, I don't care. <laughs> what? Like, I don't even like water like that. So, I don't give a fuck what you do. Like, shrinkage, whatever. I don't care. Like, yeah, I'm not looking at... But see, that's... That's kind of where it's hard for me is because a lot of the shit that I see going on, like, I don't agree with. Like, it's not, you know, it's not my particular choice. But also, it's not, you know, I don't... I feel like I... I don't know, take the cowardly way out and not, you know, engage in those fights that often is like, well, that's stupid, but do you, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of dismissive of those issues. Like that's stupid, but go ahead do how you do it. You know, get it how you live, bro. But I don't, you know, I don't agree to that. Like, no, I want a black wife with black kids, you know, black kids and shit like that. Like, yeah, I don't, if that's not the path that I go, you know what I'm saying? Or that happens, like, that's cool. But I'm not just, like, dismissing this from the jump. I'm not just saying, oh, yeah, no, fuck that. I'm not even going that way. I'm going this way. Like, all these other, you know, varieties and shit. Like, I got all these other options. Like, yeah, no, you group all the options together. Whether you had a bad experience, which is a lot of niggas excuse. And, which is stupid. Like, you got bad experiences everywhere. Like, men and women are built to be combative. Like, that's that's just life. So, yeah, eventually, Becky is gonna fucking get on your fucking nerves, too. So... That's what I mean, well, Linda. I don't know. Fucking Susan. I don't know. <laughs> Alexis. I don't know the fuck but i mean that's just that's just it like you have to understand that as people two different people you're going to be combative so it doesn't matter the race and shit like that that's not going to make it more you know copacetic because you have this what you seem like or you stereotype as a docile white woman that you can just run all over and shit like that like that might not be the case like everybody play roles doesn't matter the race at all and i feel like a lot of times like women of other races do fetishize black men and we fall for that fucking trap all the time Mm. like all the time like bro it's no she doesn't you're a little bit more than you know you're not vanilla literally you're not fucking vanilla like you're something different you're something different to her too and that's what you have to understand because there's stereotypes all different kind of stereotypes about black men and you're subconsciously falling into that shit. Yeah. Now, guess what? If you're a black man that don't have black man stereotypes and this particular uh, race of person likes you and you don't fall into those, you know, stereotypes, when they find out that you don't fall into those stereotypes, the light goes away. Yeah. Like, it's not, you know what I'm saying? Like, you have to understand they, they look at us a certain type of way. They feel a certain type of way about us. So you might, you know, want to be with the people who accept you with all your fucking flaws and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, <laughs> they who you want to date. I guess it's just more about, it's just the reality, I guess, of the, the sheer numbers and the sheer fact that it's like, we are at a disadvantage. And I can completely acknowledge that. It's privileges that everyone has. Obviously, closer to whiteness. Obviously, we're women. You know what I'm saying? So we're already kind of lower. and But, like, that fluctuates even in the black community. You know, obviously, light-skinned women, way more likely to get courted. You know what I'm saying? Like, mixed-race women, more likely. I've literally had niggas say, give me all the, the, the downside of dating, like, a light-skinned woman. The, you know, the stereotypes for dating a light-skinned woman. Like, the bougie attitude, spoiled brat type shit. 
and steal. That's all they go for just because of the perceived status of being with somebody lighter. Like, I don't get that shit at all. It's one, and, it, and it conditions you in a way. Honestly, like I said, I grew up in a household where my brother, well, cousin, whatever, was like so infatuated with light skin and like certain grades of hair and everything like that where it's like I literally grew up in a in an environment where I knew that I was trash like real talk right that I was un, in, un unworthy and un, undervalued and like not considered beautiful by any western you know definition of the word right right so it's just like even now as a grown ass woman with like minimal insecurities obviously I'm not perfect but minimal insecurities I still is like it's still shocking how frequently I get hit on, right? Or how many people tell me I'm beautiful or, like, tell me that I'm, you know, attractive to them. It's still, like, unbelievable sometimes where it's just like, what do you want? <laughs> what exactly do you want from me? Right. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just, like, it's such a thing. Like, now it's a little bit more associated with be dark skin, but it's still kind of weird to be one way your whole life and people to be like, oh, you're attractive. And it's just like, what? Where did that come from? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I grew up in an environment where the only way you could be attractive as a black woman was to be light-skinned. You know what I'm saying? With a straight with straight or, you know, loosely curled hair and all of those kind of things. It's yeah. a privilege that goes with being more adjacent to whiteness. Whether that's... It's a privilege to be thin. It's a privilege to be light. It's a privilege to have a certain hair type. All of these things allow you a privileges. And if you don't have those privileges, you are frowned upon. Essentially. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So it's just one of those kind of fucked up things, honestly. Oh, that was heavy. Fuck. That was heavy. What? Nah, just the whole tenor. Like, I feel away now. <laughs> it is. It's definitely, I mean, it's the privilege. Find the nearest black woman and kiss her. <laughs> Give her a hug. Find the nearest black woman and hug her. I appreciate you, you melanin goddess. Don't hit me. <laughs> <laughs> Don't hit me. It's another stereotype. Yeah, um, but honestly, yeah, that's um, that was another thing. I'm not keep referencing this video. I wish y'all, I hope y'all will actually take your time and watch it. But she um also pointed out that you know, as far as, as well as being the standard of beauty, white women have also been you know seen to be quiet and sweet and docile and feminine and like representing these things. And black women have been literally seen to be the opposite of everything white women are so it's like they're gentle and soft and nurturing and caring and sweet and quiet and all these things and black women are like loud and angry and violent rough you know what i'm saying hard all of these things you know what i'm saying so it's like uh, so much of it is associated with like negativity yeah yeah man and in a really like fucked up way so we hope to get a lot of feedback from y'all for this one because this is um I know I dominated this conversation. I'm sorry, but I really like I wanted to air in a way I wanted to make it make sense. And like I know like when we actually like broke down a topic at its core and got to the idea of dating, I wanted y'all to understand the implications for that. And that's why I opened it back up for us to get back to how it goes into male and female relationships. But for y'all to see how that idea of like pedestaling other cultures and being closer to whiteness and the experiences were privileged and all of that trickles down to the th- relationships between black women and men and how we as black women have to kind of restore our power and stop limiting ourselves in a way that takes away from our ability to date Absolutely. intuitively in a way you know what i'm saying like we can't be we're loyal to nothing i know i've said that all the time and we love those that don't love us 
and it's fucked up. And in the book, he did say pretty much that us dating outside of our race would actually do more for the black family. Yeah. You know I what mean, I'm saying? That, because that was you, the main point that I got from the video that yeah, I Yeah, it would I do more for black because you're going to create healthy... If you're not taking and tolerating anything, just say I'm with the black man. You're going to build healthier, stronger relationships and foundation. Those are the kind of environments that children thrive in, right? Yeah. So you have to think about that. Instead of having baby daddies and baby mamas and broken homes and all of these kind of things, we repair that scarcity with healthy, thriving families, and we continue to push that, right? So. Mm. All in all, it's for the best that we just kind of have to open our minds and our hearts a little bit to honestly, for our best interest, we have to really in this moment be self-serving. We have served the will of so many. Yeah, I mean, it, it's really time for black women to look out for black women. Yeah, we have to be we have to be for ourselves. I'm like I'm out for self, and, and not you know limit ourselves in that way that's kind of hindering our own personal progress and our and emotional stability. Honestly, because by the time we finish dealing with the trash, what do we really? have to give to someone of quality yeah i never saw myself yeah. because and honestly i never saw myself marrying outside of my rights but that's the same condition that has been done to you know us the guy the doctor even said in an interview that even black women that do marry out they're like less likely to have pictures of their families and their offices yeah. Less likely to, you know, have, you know, outwardly talk about their relationships because they're not ashamed, but they feel like they'll be less socially acceptable by, of, you know, by black people and black men. Yeah. And black men don't have that same idea. They f- taunt and flaunt their <laughs> their white woman or, you know, whatever woman all around for everyone to see that is their white queen or milk magnesia and whatever the fuck else. And they're proud because for them it's a symbol of status. Whereas life for black women is something that they should damn near be ashamed of because it's like, damn, they feel like they almost sold out. And black men don't have that same feeling. We are literally loyal to nothing. I'm sorry. But I'm wrapping it up like that. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. If you want to comment, you can do so by emailing us at ask2ampodcast at gmail.com. That is the number two. Sending your questions, comments, or concerns, or commentary on this here topic. I'm a... Looking forward to it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it, if I must say so. No? Ain't that right, Hendrix? You looking not, forward to it? No. Fuck no, no, no. the fuck I'm not, no. Why are you so angry all the time? I'm not angry. Though. Well, since you angry already, what's going on your gears? Nothing, really. Nothing. Um, uh, probably, uh, let's see, the... I don't like repeat myself. Now, I know. I know. I don't speak with... A very loud voice. You but don't at all. Since it's since. Like, put put some shit in context. I shouldn't have to say the same, you know, saying the same shit all the time. Like, over and over again. Like, I'm speaking clearly. Especially when I use my speaking voice and I'm trying to speak clearly and loudly so you can understand. If you say, oh, what do you say? Like, wait. You know, like, I, I had a food order. Um, I think it was Friday. And I said clearly, very clearly what I wanted. I got my order and it was not what I asked for at all. And the the lady, it's a nice lady, because she gave me a brand new order. But um, yeah, she's oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart, I I couldn't hear you. I thought you said chicken sandwich. Like I clearly asked for a burger with bacon and cheese. Like how did you get that confused with that? Like I just don't like repeat myself. And I I wish people like clean wax out their fucking ears. Jesus. 
Other than that, I have perfect hearing, so I hear myself very well. <laughs> okay. What's grinding your gears? Um, nothing really specifically. I guess. Um, I will say that I made a mistake earlier a couple of days ago. Um, Instagram decided that they wanted to <laughs> um add like uh video calling or some shit and so this random guy messaged me on uh instagram and i i'm the type of person like i will open your message but i won't read it because i just don't like notifications on my phone and so i opened it and i was trying to exit out of it in the place where the exit button used to be they posted the they, they changed the update in my phone and they made it the video chat button. So I pushed it by mistake and called this man. And I was so mad. It was really just like frustrating because like, first of all, he answered. And the whole time I'm like, oh my God, no, 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 no. And I'm like, hi. Hey. And he's like, what up? I'm like, oh my God. I did not mean to. And he's like, oh, what's going on? I'm like, I, this is not, I'm like, I'm actually trying to get ready for work. Like, I was, I, that was a mistake. I'm so sorry. And like a whole conversation. And he proceeded to like message me. And stuff. I'm like, oh my fucking God. Like, I don't even know this man from a can of fucking paint. I can't even tell you his name right now. It was just like, holy fucking shit. How did I do this? It was just like, I was just really mad. It was just, like, what? Um, what? I don't understand. And then secondly, per usual, dating. It's extremely frustrating. I just don't know what to do. I'm just kind of like. What in particular is frustrating? I think it's just trying to figure everything out. Um, I'm not going to go too much in depth about it because I think we're actually going to tackle this next week. But I think it's really hard to like kind of like think through intention and options and what that means. And I know that's very vague. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm saying, okay, (laughs) dating someone with intent. So no one like why, like what you, how you, what you, if you see this person with your person, see yourself with this person or not, and deciding how to move through that. So it's like I think it's really easy for me personally when I like somebody to be like, okay, fuck all the rest of y'all, right? Yeah, I get where you're going. And so, how do you know if you're doing that? um, Together. No. Yes. Together. And then at the, and make sure, yeah, yeah, together. Like, making sure you're not holding yourself, essentially. So it's just like, damn, like, okay, we're dating. I like this person, but, you know, is it, are we on the same page? Is it the same? Like, should I be cutting holes off if it's not time for holes to get cut off? Like, should I be still keeping my options open? Like, how do you really know when is this? It's just a really weird place to be in. Like, dating is weird. Like, Niggas is weird. Dating is weird. Everything's weird. I really don't know. So it's just been really frustrated with that, honestly. Yeah. I think we'll have a, um, a nice discussion about that next week. Sounds like fun. Yeah. To ruffle some feathers and shit. Probably. Probably, probably always. some feathers. We always ruffle feathers for whatever reason. Yeah. Us. So I'm going to apologize in, in advance in for that out. one. A week out? Jeez. I'm actually going to also, at the end of this episode, apologize for this episode. Um, black men um, who don't hate black women. I'm sorry that you got the uh, you got involved in this as well. But we just have your apology, nigga. Okay, say, I never heard. I, I never say heard I you. I never heard you say anything negative about black women. So I'm gonna. Which honestly, that's even more crazy because so many black men are raised by single black women and they still manage to hate their mothers. Mm. We don't hate our mamas. We hate 
Y'all hate what she represent though. Black women, the fuck. I, uh, I'm just giving you what, I'm just, what I'm just, I heard. I know, I'm but just, I'm just saying though, you can't pick and choose. Is what I'm saying. I get it. I don't. So yeah, I get it. I just wanted to say this. I get it. And while y'all sitting there hating black women, know y'all gonna hate them black babies that y'all make too, because they're gonna be black. Sorry. Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But they gonna have good hair. And that's all y'all care about. You know, I seen a video. Uh, post a meme of a black a little black girl well a little mixed girl and he's like oh it was something like to the effect of like this is why black men love white women or something because look at the look at the look at they what they produce what that is creepy as fuck it was like little mixed babies oh yeah I saw that yeah, yeah. So I, I don't like talking about like babies and shit like that no I feel I don't know, like, every time I see some shit like that, like, my pervert meter goes, like, sky high. Like, and that's what I'm saying. I'm like, that's really weird. Like, like what's wrong with little black girls? Like, can be cute, too. my beautiful, light-skinned daughter. Like, mm-hmm. you sound like you want to fuck her. Like, what the I fuck? I actually been getting hit on by light-skinned men at an alarming rate lately. It's really weird. Well, you know, once you... Are they fetishizing me? Am I getting fetishized by, by uh, light-skinned men? I mean, you can ask somebody, but uh, I don't think you want to do that. <laughs> trying to be funny. I don't know because I I I've never been I never attracted to me light skin men in my life. And mostly people, I honestly not even really dark skin men. I've really mostly been hovering somewhere in the middle between like brown and caramel. But lately, all of these uh I don't know what color am I now. You said I got dark. I'm darker now in the summertime. What am I? I yeah, like caramel. Sure. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, like I definitely attracting a lot of light skin men. I mean, whatever. It is what it is. I understand y'all privilege. See, that's the thing, and that's crazy because I'm judgmental. Even when I like when I talk to light skin men, I'm like, this nigga is about to be a dick because they're just so used to like being loved by the masses and shit. I don't care. But that goes back to privilege and exoticness. I mentioned this to Hendrix earlier about how. Someone will tell me that I'm attractive and then immediately ask me what I'm mixed with. Like, I don't look like a nigga. Oh, yeah. We had that conversation. Like, I'm black. Like, like, I'm literally the color. Like, we're all mixed with something, but I'm Yeah. Black. Like, I'm like we're all mixed with something, but I'm pretty much just mixed with, like, B-Wick and Mac. You know what I'm saying? Like, blackness and we're black. <laughs> oh, you the blackest of the black. I'm, I'm a Negro. Full Negro. Right? You know what I'm saying? A little Michigan. A little Mississippi. What you mix with? Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Mississippi <laughs> I'm dead But for real though Yeah That's so, really what it is I mean like, Yeah we gotta stop doing that man Just like okay like, Yeah you, And they're like And I knew you And I'd be like Oh you know I got a little bit of this And they'd be like I, I knew it was something like, Bitch No yeah, you didn't At the same time It's like Yeah when I tell people What I am they like so you're black. I'm like, no. I, I see, this, I this, this, see. This, I almost. I always just be black. I'm like, what are you? What are you? And I'm like, nigga. Like this nigga with a side of extra nigga on the side. Like I got double orders of nigga. I mean, but when you go deeper into like, the, well, yeah, yeah, but it's just like, like at the outside looking, I'm obviously fucking visibly black. It's like, oh, you don't look Jamaican. Like, what the fuck do Jamaicans look like? There's no stereotype for that shit. Like you from an island. I'm like, um, okay. Because they don't. They want you to be like Ghanaian or yeah. They want you to be from Ghana or some shit like that, not from Grasher. Not from the east side. <laughs> not from Grasher. <laughs> nigga, out of drive, bitch, the fuck? <laughs> For real, though. All right, so. Okay. When they're cussing you out this week, where can they find you at? If you want to exp- um, express yourself hate, you can do so by uh, adding me on uh, Twitter. Hit me up on IG. That's uh, K in real life, K-A-Y underscore I-N-R-E-E-L-L-I-F-E. Send all your hate tweets to my DMs. I'll be sure to delete them. 
Seriously though. So if you want to be positive, um, you can reach me. Nigga, the fuck, please. You got me fucked up. And Noli Hendrix on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. That is N O E L L Y H E N D R I X. Also, if you still want to be positive, you can reach the show page. Um, oh, that that's is, the, the 2 a.m. podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. Yes, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, subscribe to us on iTunes, and Google Play. Google Play, Stitcher, Pod Addict, wherever Cast the fuck, Box, wherever the fuck you need us to be, we there. We in that time. We in that time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're pretty much everywhere except for the big one that has eluded me. I'm, I'm trying. I you want, know, I'm just. I want the green. I want to click on the green icon and see my pretty, pretty, pretty little face. That's fine. <laughs> um, Still working on it. But yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed us this week. We enjoyed you. <laughs> yeah, we got a double dose of you guys. Like, so you know what that means. Like, we'll see you in a month. Oh, <laughs> not for real. I honestly really have not trolled y'all. I've honestly, this, this has been a serious week. I've literally was just in my feelings, like Drake said, no Kiki, and uh, just enjoying uh, giving y'all a piece of my soul. Did I send you the uh, genius? What? I think I, I sent her About who Kiki was yeah. Oh yeah no I saw it uh, And the other one The I sent you that one too What one? Uh, what the Jaded was about I don't Yeah hold on wait. Yeah Jaded Why he got so many women Is it the same person? No Not Kiki oh, Of course not I don't know why I assumed that That was dumb You know how niggas are <laughs> Y'all know I'm just playing I'm gonna leave y'all on I'm done with y'all for today Until next week Yeah pretty much We'll see you then Honestly I'm, I don't think We are gonna troll next week uh, Yes we okay. are Next week's gonna be fun. Okay. Charlie. Well, yeah, we'll will be more fun next week. This week we was kind of serious. Well, I was serious. I feel like Hendrix Beer. I dominate the conversation. Did you talk a lot? Not really. Yeah, I, I talked about normal. Okay. <laughs> I talked about normal. About normal. Yeah, I, I'll do it next week. Don't worry about it. everybody. I'm leading the episode next week, so. Okay, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna sit back and you know get cozy and stuff. I won't be on this. It, honestly, it probably did not help that I'm on these drugs right now. <laughs> this fucking fat burner and this fucking energy thing from that fucking tropical smoothie got my heart rate on a million. I need to go run or some shit. Like, I'm both be conquering the fucking world right now. <laughs> I can essentially save the world. Yeah. What was that one movie? Oh God. Well, Forrest, Scott Pilgrim uh, versus the World. Uh, Forrest Gump say the world. That's not what I was going for. He was everything. Okay. All right, guys. That's going to wrap it up for this week. I'm tired of his bullshit, and I need to eat, to be completely honest with y'all. So, and remember, as always, millennials. I didn't even get to that point. So, wait a second. Oh, Jesus. Any last words, Hendrick? Remember, <laughs> as always, millennials, the black is beautiful. Oh, thanks, fuckface. All right. We'll catch you next week. Peace out. Peace.